So good, dudes and dudettes. I wish you could see what I'm seeing right now. Uh, this is episode 135, and you have heard that now. Oh, I wasn't the so I wasn't using it in all the way in the five years of the podcast, but at least for the last year, no. yeah, at least yeah. the last yeah. 50 or so episodes, I would say. Um, but this time, played actually live in real time by the one and only Ben Drake. Welcome, Ben. Good to have you here. And that was you don't even know how cool that was. Oh, it's lovely to be here. No, I was quite nervous doing that. It's weird. Were you? Playing, uh, playing just for you, yeah. Well, you've played about a billion times, I'm sure, but that was that was so <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, so for those of you who don't know, this is episode 135 of The Anxious Truth. Thanks for coming by. And um, we're going to talk to Ben today. Ben is an absolute success story, a longtime podcast listener in the Facebook group, and wrote that song. It's his song, Afterglow, which is eh, just the coolest thing ever. In, inspired, inspired by you. I still don't know how that is, but I like it's really it's such a such a cool story, and I appreciate yeah. it. I just uh, I still don't know how that is, but nonetheless, well, it's kind of it's inspired by most of my music is inspired by the journey through panic and anxiety. And when I was writing that, I was thinking of you and, and the moment when you were saying, you know, um, not excuse my French, but you were saying, yeah, F it, you know, yeah. Once you get to that stage, that's when you and I got to that stage, and that song is about you telling me, you know. Do or die, you, you do it or you don't, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's well, that's where it started to come from. That was, um, I, I will tell you that you are one of, there's been three or four different times when I had one musician in New Zealand, such a super nice guy, who actually mm. sampled some of my old podcasts and put it in. I heard that. I think I heard that. That was cool. Yeah. Jamie Denton. Um, yeah. Who I don't think he's really a working musician. He's I think he's getting his PhD right now in some subject or another. Super nice guy, and he did a whole sort of a concept album talking about his journey through panic and anxiety. And he sampled. And I'll tell a funny story maybe at the end of how I got a copyright strike on my own voice on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> um, which was so interesting. So he did that, and a couple other folks have have done similar things, which is super cool. But yours, Afterglow, is my favorite by far. Um, Thank you. I, I remember when you sent it the first time I listened to it. I'm not ashamed to admit it. Like it was made me so, a little bit emotional. It was super cool. It was so cool. I was sitting in my kitchen by myself, and I'm like, "Oh my god, I can't even believe this." So anyway, um, yeah, it's funny because that song is quite popular. I mean, probably my most popular song I've done. Really? Um, yeah, and it's just like a little. I wouldn't say it's a throwaway song, but it's a, just an acoustic song on the album. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't intended to be Anything. the most successful one I've got. But yeah, and, and I guess as a you know in your career, has that happened? before like oh this one is this is okay but then everybody loves it or like oh this is my masterpiece yeah. and everybody's like meh <laughs> yeah you can never really tell because it, if it, like it's it's subjective isn't it it's what personal what the songs that are personal to me that i like yeah other people don't so you, you can't second guess it i just do them and put them out there and see what happens true true that's true so let's get into it let's talk about your sort of your story of through anxiety and panic and your anxiety disorder First of all, you're a, you are a working musician and have been for quite some time, I'm guessing. Yeah, I mean, it's not my only job because there's no there's no money in music, but it's um, that's a shame. It's it's something that I've been doing for the last twenty years. Okay. Um, so I don't earn enough to retire or or, or do it full time. Yeah. But it's um, it's not really for the money; it's for yeah. the passion. Yes, you love it. So yeah. so where what started the whole ball rolling? I mean, how did things how did the wheels fall off for you? What was your story? Um, 
I, I had panic attacks before when I was sort of teenage years, 18, 19. Um, but it wasn't a disorder. It was just panic attacks. So it, it, it never stopped me doing anything. I just sort of white knuckled through them. Yeah. And then in my sort of early 20s, it just went away. I don't know if I was so busy that I just distracted myself and, and never thought of it again. And then a bit later on in my life, I went through a bad situation with a f- yeah, family issues and things like that. And it, yeah. it didn't ha- actually happen at the time, but once that was sorted about a year afterwards, this, these panic attacks started coming and it slowly developed into a disorder and I could feel agoraphobia creeping in. Yeah. Um, I could feel myself not wanting to do anything, but it only ever stopped me once from doing what I was intending to do. And that was the first panic attack I had later on. Right. And it made, made me turn the car around and come back and I just freaked out until I got through the door and then I was okay. Yeah. And that was the only time, every other time I've had it, I just white knuckled through. I just, I, you know, it never stopped me. Yeah. Um, but until I found your group, I didn't know how to handle it. You know, I had to deal with it. I didn't know what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Just, was, what did you try to do? Whether did you, were you one of those folks that kind of went down 16 different roads of solutions or you just sort of grinned oh, and, you know, got through it? Y- yeah, just grin and bear it, you know, and just yeah, it was horrible. I mean, I remember uh, my f- album launch. I think it was the second album, and I literally had a panic attack <laughs> from the moment I got on stage. I, I think I played the, sort of thirty seconds of the first song, really excited to do it, and it hit me, oh. and it stayed with me the whole set. The whole set, I just wanted to get off that stage. You played an was, entire set, like in the middle yeah. of the sea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, panic, panic attack. It's the only time that's happened. I've had panic attacks before on stage, but it's lasted one song or half a song and it would go. Yeah. But this was the whole set, 45 minutes of just sheer panic. Yeah. I just wanted to get off the stage and I knew I couldn't. And it was, I think it was the pressure of everyone was there to see me. It was my album launch. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that, yeah that there's, was, that's a little bit of pressure, I'm sure, for a performer also, you know. So yeah. there's, there's yeah. the usual nerves that go into it, I'm sure, but then maybe that contributed, who knows. But I think that's an important point, though. I mean, if I can interrupt for a second, there is you played an entire 45-minute set of, I'm guessing, yeah. original music, like yeah. in the middle yeah. of a panic attack. So for, for yeah. those of that are thinking like, well, when it happens, I just can't do anything. I must, you know, lay on the sofa and cover my head. Yeah. Clearly, as much as maybe that's what you would have wanted to do, you didn't do that. And, no. and you played. How, how did it turn out? I mean, I'm sure in your mind it turned out terribly, but. I, 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 do you know, because someone was there filming it, it was so much pressure because it was um, it was doing videos for songs and stuff. So it was oh, all wow. being filmed. Yeah, yeah. And when I watched it back, it, fine, nothing. We, no one could tell. Yeah, yeah. Amazing, and, isn't and it? it? It's right. And even when, as I say, I've had panic attacks before. and st- It's normally the first song. And it's like, as Holly was saying, you get so nervous before. It's anticipatory anxiety. Yeah. The first song, I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm on autopilot because I'm so nervous. And when I finish, people go, they don't even know, you know. It's just, it's funny how you're so insular and you're so thinking everyone can see how panicked you are. Yeah. And no one can tell. And then you're you're literally doing things that require like tremendous levels of skill. You know, I think any human That's being right, would yeah. agree. Like you're playing guitar, you're singing at the same time. You have to remember chord changes and melodies and lyrics and, you know, just the automatic. Yeah. I'm sure it was automatic for you because this is music that you know inside and out clearly because you composed it but yeah yeah it, i mean it's obviously it's, there's rehearsals involved so when you're on muscular memory you know yeah you just, just go you're just an autopilot yeah right right 
Okay, so you so you get through forty five minutes worth of panic on the stage with video cameras and everything rolling, and everything turns out okay. What? How else did yeah. it impact? You know, your life, your career, all of those things. It it, it started. I mean, it's it's very. Oh, what's the word? It, it's like a, in a selfish way, it impacted me. It didn't impact outside, as in it never stopped me. So I used to just. Yeah. It, it, I didn't want to. I didn't want to travel. I didn't want to go to London, but I did. Okay. And I white knuckle, white knuckled sitting on a train. I white knuckled getting off the train, and then I'd had moments where I'd forget about it, and I'd be fine, and then I'd realise where I am, and then I'd panic. Yeah. So it never stopped me, but it was very. You know, I just did it through white knuckling and feeling awful. And and it was just a horrible experience because you don't know what's going on. You, you know. It's, yeah. Yeah. Not not a great way to live in the end. No. I mean, I, you, no. You, you, yeah. And, you know, I'm surprised. I think there are a fair number of people who are listening and who listen to the podcast, or even in the, in the you know the community surround, uh, community surrounding it, that probably have a similar story. Not everybody mm. becomes agoraphobic. Not everybody mm. retreats. Like people still just sort of power through their life the best they can, feeling that way, and which is a yeah hard way to live. Yeah, I mean, I can. I can <laughs> when you speak about derealization, I had that. I didn't know what that was. That that freaked me out. I suppose I, at that point I'd found you and I, and I knew a, about it. As soon as I had it, I, I realized what it was, yeah. but it was frightening. And um, as again, it never stopped me. I used to walk over the park and then I used to think, right, re-engage with the world, touch leaves. It seems crazy yeah. now, Yeah, yeah. but it just, it just brought me back into the world kind of thing. Yeah. I get um, it. And agoraphobic. Yeah. It, I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to walk over the park, which is 10 minutes from my house. So I was, yeah. I was frightened to do it, but I tell you, I, it never stopped me. I made sure I did it. You did it. Yeah, you did it. Yeah. Uh, so I yeah. think in a way you're like living, walking sort of example of how just doing the things doesn't necessarily solve the problem. You were doing no, the things. Yeah. I was doing them, but it was totally the wrong thing to do. It's white knuckling. So it wasn't, yeah. it, it was making me more frightened in a way because it was, because I was making it worse by white knuckling. So yeah. Yeah. The, the, the situation of walking out of the park be, become even more, horrific yeah until I, I, until I yeah yeah a bunch of folks have actually asked this and i forget because that's a common phrase you know in, in english here in the u.s and in the uk is the white knuckling thing what we're referring to is when you're so afraid that you you're just clenching your hands and your knuckles turn white because you're yeah. gripping so hard that's white knuckling it's just a little figure of speech that talks about what you do when you're super afraid and you tense your whole body so yeah. what changed what started to change how did you start to do things differently I just found you got, I mean, I, I was Googling what was going on. You know, I'd, I'd not been to the doctor at that point. And I just was on YouTube and I found you and Billy and Holly. Uh -huh. And I think, I think when I joined the group, I think it was like, I don't think it was hundreds of people. I think it was very yeah. small. Yeah, probably. But, but I, what inspired me is what you said that you'd gone through it. And I thought, so someone's been through it and actually recovered. Yeah. So I knew it was possible. And I just, decided to absolutely follow everything you were saying to do because you'd done it. And so I did whatever you told me, whatever you were saying to do, I made sure I did it. <laughs> I'm still not used to that. Uh, it's been a while, but I'm still not used to that. And, and so it, it just became a matter of not fighting. Was that the idea? Eventually it, it's difficult, isn't it? Because you, I'm doing what you're saying, but I'm not, I don't know how to do it. And then when that clicks, yeah. You finally realize, ah, ah, that's what you mean. And yeah. then it start, then you start to relax into it rather than fight against it. Because 
as you see, everyone says on the on the um, forum that how do I do it? How do I? I'm so frightened. And you say, well, you've got to be frightened. Yeah, but it's. I think the changing point for me is when you said I would rather die than live this way. I remember that. Yeah. So I think I've got to that stage where I think no, I'd rather be dead than this is not a life I'm living. So yeah. if it's going to kill me, then let it kill me. Whatever I'm doing. So if I'm going to die anyway, what does it matter? Right. And it just the the anxiety went from there to sort of from from nine and ten to six and seven and then gradually down and down. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big turning point. And you know, one of the yeah. things that it's so hard for people to get, and you clearly you lived it. And I like the way you're describing it. So people mm. are always looking for a way to get it. Like, but how mm. do I, but how do you do that? How, mm. you know, yeah. cause they don't want to do it feeling the way they feel. And what's always hard to tell people like you don't get it until after you do it. Yeah. You do it yeah. first and then you get it. Like you can't find a way to think your way into being okay with surrendering to like, all right, I'll let it just kill me. No one's okay yeah. with that. Like none of us no, are. That's right. Yeah. We're not that's... okay with it. No one loves that. You do it because you just, that's, that's a point of decision and you do it and then you get it like, oh, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Really... Yeah. It's like what you said about you, you're not going to die, but you've got to be prepared to die. Yeah. People are like, oh, but I don't want to die. You're not going to. Right, but you've got to be prepared. That's the and that's so, it's so easy to say and so hard to do. But once you do that, you can't be afraid of panic and anxiety. Right. Eventually. Well, once, once you learn that, once you know that it will not do, and for some people it's like you feel like you're going to die. As some for some people they are worried they're going to pass out or whatever. Whatever your yeah. particular fear is, they're going to embarrass themselves. Yeah. When you discover yeah. that it has already done the worst thing yeah. that it knows how to do, and it can't yeah. do the thing you fear. Yeah. Yeah. It is almost impossible to stay afraid of it. Like, it, yeah, it was a turning point of like, like you say, right, if it's not death, if it's passing out, whatever it is, okay, let it happen. What is the worst that can happen? You're going to pass out, okay? Okay, right. Then you will, and then you'll, you'll, you'll get, get up, up. And your body will reset, and you'll go on with your day. So yeah, yeah. Once you once you think, okay, I don't mind. You can't panic. You're not afraid of it. It's it's difficult to get to that point then. Or it even is. when it, it happens, which I, I've talked about before. Really? I, I, you I me. Can, that's me. I can't record a podcast now without getting some call about like a car warranty or the IRS wanting to arrest me or some sort of crap scam call. They just come all day long. Anyway. Um, yeah. But I can't turn mine off, so I'll probably get the same in a minute. Yeah. Yeah, it's a thing. So, uh, you know, that's true. It's almost impossible. Even if it does happen then, do you find, like, can, yeah. can you still experience you're still experiencing anxiety sometimes, maybe panic sometimes or near panic. I mean, it's oh, a yeah, absolutely. normal absolutely. part of being human. I mean, it's so different now because it's not a disorder anymore. I mean, it, I had a panic attack the other day. Panic attack, the, the, the pre-panic. Yeah. Two, two or three years ago, that would have been a panic attack, but I know what it is. So it feels, that's what I want to say to people in a group. I want to say, yeah, I feel terrible when it happens. I, I don't like it, right. but it, I just accept it and it goes rather than fight it and it stays there. Yeah. And I think that I mean, I'm going for a bad time at the minute. I don't know if you know, lost my dad and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. I'm very sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. And it's so I expect to feel it at the minute, you know, and it feels horrible, but yeah. it's not, it's not a disorder anymore. Yeah. You don't have to be afraid of how you feel or no. even like, you know, the emotions that you have to experience, you know, with a major loss like that. It's clearly, that's one of the most top five most stressful things a human being go through with the loss of a loved one. 
and you're yeah. in it right now. So like, and it's... then last last week I lost my dog as well. So it's double. Oh, dude, <laughs> it's like double whammy. Yeah, ah, that's not good. I'm but, sorry. Um, yeah, but so 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 you expect to feel these emotions, and I think the tools that I've learned from from you yeah. from the group help me in life now. So that's helped me deal with the grief. It's you know it's it's a valuable lesson to learn. And I've said this to Holly before that I'm glad I went through it. If you'd have told me that while I was going through it, I would yeah. have said you're crazy. But coming out of it, it's like I'm glad I'm stronger now. Yeah. For going through it. Yeah. And you know, I think um that thing that says, well, well, you learn lessons that are helping you get through some hard times now, which is very true. Mm. We don't, you know, I think sometimes people get confused. And I hear I've heard people say, like, well, how am I supposed to float through? Like I lost my grandma or something terrible happened. Mm. How am I supposed to float through that? You're not. Like you're mm. it's gonna be very sad. And you know, that yeah. those are things that you have to feel. You just don't have to be afraid of that. Those are the lessons we learn. We don't learn to be inhuman. We learn to be better humans, which I think is something exactly. I started exactly. saying a little bit more and more. Um, so, and, it, and, it, and, you, and it, the anxiety and panic and, and normal feelings, you know, we're, we're human. We get anxiety and panic. Yeah. It's, it's what we're doing is making it not a disorder anymore. Yeah. You're not avoiding it. When you get it, it's uncomfortable. You don't like it, but you don't, you don't make it worse. And then it's over. So when you find, I mean, for me, and it can happen a couple of times a year, maybe. Um, mm. I guess it depends. It's an alarm for me that says you like you're not a machine. You're you even have to slow down. Like that's that's I know what it is at this point. If it happens to me, yeah. it means I'm really not sleeping and I'm really just just running myself down. Yeah. If it happens, I don't care about the next time it might happen. Have you discovered that for yourself? Yes. You don't even think about it. Like no. it happens, and then. Maybe it, maybe it'll never happen again, or maybe it'll happen yeah. in an hour. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. whatevs. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. and that's that makes all the difference. So what's different in your life now? I mean, you were still doing the things, but I mean, of course, we're still in the middle of a global ridiculousness, but that no one wants to be in, of course. But you yeah. were you were trapped in uh you were in Malta? You were trapped in yes. Malta for like three months or something during the pandemic? Yes, I mean, like now, now, obviously, with Dad's passing, it was a godsend because I'd spent so much time there. But I remember uh, I messaged you, didn't I? Because it, I'd, I'd recovered from anxiety and panic disorder. Yeah. But but I I was a bit nervous about flying on a plane on my own. I mean, I'd been on there with my partner. Right, right. But I was quite nervous. And I had a bit of anticipatory anxiety about flying on my own. Yeah. And I, and uh, I remember doing it, and then. I had none like I, I did beforehand. Yeah, Once yeah. I got on a plane, fine. Yeah. And it was a, it was like the last hurdle, I guess, of crossing that bridge. I, it is for many people. I would have to say for me, and I didn't have to fly for many, many years. But mm. I wouldn't mm. have called it a hundred percent until I started flying again, which I didn't yes. have to do. So I had no reason to. That was years later. That's right. Yeah. 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 It was years later. So that's cool. That's a great story. But the fact that yeah. you're like it, you're in the, we're in the middle of a global pandemic, you're stuck in another country you're stuck in malta you're not home in the yeah. uk yeah. you know clearly a stressful upsetting ridiculous upheaval in everybody's life yeah. did you find that you were handled it just fine no it was like yeah. oh, well here i am i'm here i guess yeah it was fine didn't didn't mind it at all and it was even flying back i'd get my dad was saying to me yeah because he knew he knew i had uh, panic and anxiety before and he was saying like well you're flying back during because i've got i've basically got a repatriation flight from the maltese government yeah and he was going, well, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't fly during these times. And I said, well, you know, I've got my partner at home and stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. And it, I wasn't nervous at all. That's amazing. When you think about where you were, you know, afraid yeah. to walk in the park 10 minutes from your house. 
Um, I know. Really, really great. So I don't know. Crazy. You have a great story, and then you turned it into, and I'm getting all kinds of pings and notifications here. Um, I got to try and turn the sound down. Uh, sorry about that. Anyway, um, so I don't know. What, what else would you add to this? I mean, the, the struggle, you're glad you went through it. You've said all the right things, dude. I couldn't have asked you. Had, yeah. you're, you're a great interview. You're easy. It's funny, isn't it? Because I, I see like Ingvild and, uh, and Danny and Nick and they're posting, helping people in the group. Yeah. And I think I'd love to do that. But as a songwriter, I can write the stuff down, but I can't, I try and help people and I can't, I write it out. And I think that doesn't sound right. <laughs> and by the time I reread it, someone else is posted. I think, oh yeah, they've said it better. <laughs> so it's a, you, I, I'd, I'd love to help people, but I don't know how to explain it very well. Your contribution is always good, no matter when you, no matter what it is. So you're helping. Trust me, this is helping. People good. will hear this and they will, good. they will help. This is a total success story. So what yeah. do you got going on? Like what's coming next? Plug some stuff. Well, <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, it's so difficult in these times. You can't even gig. I mean, I've got a, I've oh. got a gig books in next month, but we're on lockdown now, so everything's cancelled up until then. So yeah. that'll probably get cancelled. Yeah, I'm working on another album, but I can't get in the studio because it's closed. Oh man! So it's it's just riding a storm, really. Yeah. For the yeah. Minute. What like about everyone. what about work? Work is that usually working right now or? Yeah, that yeah. works okay. Yeah, I can I can manage with that. Um, our government's been pretty good uh, with sort of payouts of people stuck at home. So, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like I say, it's just riding a storm and getting through it. You do what you could do. Well, you've done an, an amazing job of getting through crap and, you know, coming out the other side and being better for it and learning the lessons. Like, you're like textbook. Like, you could hold you up as a shining example of how it works. Well, I've always said, I'd love to say to you, and I, now I can, I've seen you face to face, that um, without you, I wouldn't be where I am now. So that is... Oh. From that, you know, from the bottom of my heart, I thank you for that. Oh, you're very welcome, my friend. I was just a messenger. You took it and ran with it. So I'm proud of you. Thanks for coming on, man. Like, play us out. Pleasure. So you know what? Before you do that, uh, let me do the the typical stuff. If you're watching, first of all, where can people find you? Because people ask all the time, what's that song? Okay. So um, if you go to Facebook, it's bendrakemusic.com. Okay. Uh, that's the Facebook page, but also bendrakemusic.com is the website, which Billy has actually done for me. Oh, no kidding. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. So he's up, he's updated it. So it's still, it's still, I mean, it's up live, but it, we're still working on it, but he's now taken it over for me, which is good. Oh, that's super. I had no idea. I've been sending people yeah. to the Facebook page and I can send them to your shiny new website made by Billy Cross. Yeah. yeah hopefully that'll be done. It's more me. I've got to get, get back on that. Cause um, yeah. sort of, Dad, with dad going it's been a bit up in the air but um yeah that'll be finished soon so yeah it's, it's facebook or um spotify yeah yeah you know, the, uh, we're, so we so i recalled under the name the ben drake collective because right. over the years i've used bands behind me so different musicians and we're all a collective of musicians so um you could find my spotify there the ben drake collective you're like steely dan just bringing the best musicians yeah. you could find at the time and, and, and exactly right i think exactly one of right. your uh collaborators had reached out to me not too long ago I, I cannot remember his name now and he was all excited about like oh we should do something with musicians i'm like yeah let's do it we never hooked, hooked up on it but uh, yeah, oh, yeah. I wonder who that was. yeah i'd have to look through my messages uh, he came from you i know that i don't remember who it was and uh you know it was a good I idea know. but yeah uh, i've sent a few people your way my cousin i sent you away in yeah. canada um so I'm working on some stuff with Holly, but she's, she's difficult to nail down because she's so busy. Well, yeah, I guess having a three-year-old or whatever would tend to do that. But yeah. for those of you who are listening, so Holly is, you've seen me record with Holly, and Holly is one of the admins in the Facebook group. So, like, do you guys working together would just be a total, like, 
Yeah. I mean, Rush. I, just, <laughs> I love, I love cool Holly's stuff. Ever. I love her voice. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Scene. You guys do great together. So listen, thanks for coming by. I appreciate you taking the time for sure. Um, I appreciate everybody okay. coming by to listen again, a little shorter this week, but that's okay. And I have to ask, of course, if you're listening on iTunes or any place that you can rate or review the podcast, do that because it helps other people find it. And when more people find it, more people get help. Thanks for coming by. You want to play us out, dude? I'll fade us out. Yeah, yeah. Let me all right, let's give Ben a chance to like put a pick back and like and do all his like stuff. Turn the reverb on. All right, put guys. Put reverb on. The go. reverb. There you go. That's what we're looking for right there. So thanks for coming by to listen. We'll see you guys next week and enjoy Afterglow. Facebook.com slash Ben Drake. Ben Drake Music. Yeah. Sorry. Ben Drake Music. Yeah. Go for it, man. It's in the afterglow. It's in the afterglow.